0: Welcome, Welcome to, to Minority, Minority Corner, Corner
1: with Neke. And James. Learn, laugh, play.
0: It's like Blues Clues.
1: Only it's more black, gay. And ladylike. like chicka. Chicka bow. Bada Little bow wow.
0: He retired.
1: This week on Minority Corner.
0: What are you talking about, James? I'm talking
1: about the Olímpicas.
0: I don't speak Spanish. What is
1: that? Translation: Olímpicados. Still
0: don't speak Spanish.
1: Translation: Olímpipapas.
0: I, I speak that language.
1: Yeah. For those of you who don't know, <laughs> who don't speak, it's
0: Baby poop.
1: <laughs> We're talking about the Olympics, and I'm talking about it's hella gay this year.
0: Ooh, I love that.
1: I've got what you got.
0: I'm talking about lady directors. Oh. Because they're out there. Them things and nobody's paying attention to them.
1: Nope, gotta find them. Gotta find
0: well, it's not hard to find them.
1: Well, I mean, I don't know where they are. Just walk outside. Oh, okay. Awesome. I look forward to it. Oh, there's one now. Hi! that's oh, just Oh, I'm the director.
0: I'm directing this right now. <laughs>
1: You're directing my life.
0: In five, six, seven, eight.
1: Do it I'm a, Do it. a James. You're doing mm-hmm. it. you
0: mm-hmm. give me more mm-hmm. motivation. Ah, I give hurt me myself. more of
1: feelings. I hurt myself. G- I'm gonna crawl on over to the uh, starter corner. What's that corner called? I think
0: it's called the How You Doing Corner.
1: Okay, I'll see you in. No, because got right to Wendy Williams. Oh, I let's. Don't like
0: her. Um.
1: Nice to see you, corner.
0: Welcome to my. Minority, Minority corner. corner.
1: Tell me. Tell me your life story. uh, uh, uh. What is happening? I'm dying. I think this is like this is the last my words. My last words.
0: This is our last minority. Y'all are
1: hearing it. I will probably like just die by the end of this podcast. Why are you dying? It's not my cards. Fucking nuts. But oh, because of
0: revenge of the nuts. So explain to everybody out there why nuts and you don't get along.
1: I have a peanut allergy. We're talking about nuts. (laughs) Not you know these nuts. You said it's so aggressive. (laughs) You were like, I got a peanut allergy. I'm angry. I've thrown up twice in less than one week because somehow something may have contained peanuts. I'm not usually that sensitive. Yeah. But lately, since I've been back here, it's all started when I got off the plane from Amsterdam. Because
0: your immune system was weakened from that plane.
1: Oh, because like the peanuts were flowing in the air and it got into my eyes and I was like, "Ah." (laughs) Didn't
0: you know that's the tagline of San Francisco? Peanuts in the air.
1: Penis in the air. I thought it was penis. (laughs)
0: No, it's people mispronouncing peanuts. (laughs)
1: Oh, and that's why all the gays came here. They're like, oh, there's peanuts in the air. And then they were
0: like, peanuts. Oh.
1: And then those poor minority gays who are not only gay, black, and allergic to peanuts-
0: Woo, you got a lot on <laughs> you your a plate. We got a lot going.
1: It's like us and Cheryl, hand in hand. And Cheryl, as if you don't remember, I
0: can't handle that. Cheryl
1: is our litmus test of she is black, lesbian, in a wheelchair, diagnosed with autism at some point in her life. <laughs> And she's lactose intolerant. Let's
0: <laughs> well, come on. I'm she's lactose invaded. intolerant, and I'm not marching down the street. But
1: you're not Cheryl because Cheryl has all these things.
0: True, but I'm just saying peanut allergy are and lactose an, intolerant. Are you an ally little... to
1: Cheryl? No. Cheryl needs your help. Whatever. <laughs> you're like I'm the man. <laughs> you are Cheryl's <laughs> no. life. Um, but I, I'm swimming along. I yeah.
0: It makes me sad. But you know what? I saw a commercial. This is. I have to tell you this.
1: Tell me. Is it a cure for my nuts? No, but for it's a weird, nuts?
0: it's a weird, um, coinciding, oh. a dink, if you mm, will. A- so I was sitting on the couch watching the Olympics with Andrew. As you do. And there's this one commercial that keeps playing all the damn time. It's like a party, like teenagers are at mm. a party and it's a perspective <laughs> from a girl mm. and you, she starts like going, <laughs> okay. and then she looks down at her arm and she was like, Big old welts are swelling, and people are like, What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? And she's like, Beards. And then Of course, black girl comes in, and Mm. she's like, I didn't know there was peanut butter in the brownies. I forgot. And then the girl turns to the mirror, looks at the mirror, and her whole face is swollen, and then she falls down.
1: And dies.
0: And then Andrew, and the whole commercial is about, like...
1: How dangerous peanuts are, and we need to, like, blow them up. No. Put them in a landfill. (laughs) Nuke the shit out of them, and call it a day.
0: It's a pharmaceutical commercial, so it's about how, like, you guys should be prepared with pharmacy stuff. But anyways, Andrew was like, yeah people need to be prepared. And I was like, yeah, I know. My, James is prepared all the time. <laughs> no, I'm talking. He's always talking about, does this have nuts in it? And then right at that moment, I look on Facebook, <laughs> and you, and literally, your post was, nuts, damn these nuts.
1: It was literally. No, I'm actually very unprepared. I rarely ask. I eat first, ask questions later.
0: Om nom nom nom. Oh no!
1: And usually it's before I have to host something, like I had to host an orientation, or one's on a cruise ship, a game show, and I got one option, I just throw it up, and then the show must go on. Do you think
0: somebody's sabotaging you?
1: Myself?
0: Stop it. It's
1: me against against the music. It's me against me. (laughs) Um, I'm surprised that you're on Facebook. You've had a uh, torrential day (laughs) on Facebook. That was
0: yesterday. That was just
1: yesterday. I'm surprised (laughs) you went on. Yesterday was
0: a little too much of Facebook. What happened? I posted... I I can't post anything on Facebook. Don't. But you know what? People were delightful. I posted a thing saying that I'm sick of people using the word fierce for um, black women and gay men.
1: Are you not fierce? No. Oh, Really?
0: I'm fantastic.
1: Okay, but are you? I always thought. I mean, you—you can do anything.
0: That's, is, is fierce that fierce doesn't that mean fanta-
1: no. Isn't that limiting yourself fierce in that Fierce
0: Is animalistic. Okay, so the reason that I don't, and you want to bring it up because I know that you like the word fierce.
1: I'm okay. You know, it's not like I want you to call me that every day and just be like, fierce. Yeah, you fierce. 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 (laughs) And just following me down the street, just saying fierce to me, it's a little bit much. And then especially if I don't know you, so it depends on who you are and how often you're using it. And are you using other words like magical, sexy, get out of my way?
0: Exactly. (laughs) You're standing, you're blocking the doorway.
1: Yeah. Use other things. Don't just fierce me.
0: But that's... the reason why I don't like fierce because I've been watching the Olympics mm. and every time there's a black woman that's doing something <laughs> the announcers are like Simone Biles is fierce Gabby Douglas is fierce Serena Williams fierce mm-hmm. and then I go on Facebook um whenever somebody posts about a black woman oh Ava DuVernay the director she's fierce that woman is fierce that guy is fierce fierce and I'm like use another ad- uh, you know adjective true and it's usually and I'm gonna put people on blast right now I'm usually not the controversial wait you word.
1: need the uh, blast alarm we're 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 <laughs> we're 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 blast alarm coming up duck and cover
0: god this is terrible
1: but it's confession time
0: middle-aged women I love you oh yeah but can you please stop using can you please stop <clears throat> saying fierce like I've been called fierce by so many middle-aged women. It's like the "Hey, girlfriend" of mm. twenty
1: sixteen. Hey, girl. It well is this also happening at work when you're like doing your library thing and they're like, Aneke, you are the fiercest librarian I know."
0: It's usually I dress fierce. You dress so fierce, Aneke. I
1: don't know how you dress fierce. To me, dressing fierce is like wearing like leopard, leopard print. print and like a, see and like a, animalistic. And, like, a, like what's that thing? A spear.
0: Animalistic. And, like, a
1: bone in your hair.
0: See she's fierce. It's almost think, like they're
1: terrified of you, but they're trying to embrace you so you don't eat their head.
0: That's what fierce means to me. Okay. It's like a nice way of being like, you're an awesome black girl. You're kind of scary, so don't, you're fierce.
1: <laughs> don't shoot me. Yeah. Don't kill me, black girl. Right? Mm, fair enough.
0: Have you ever heard a black woman do, be described as like demure or like...
1: Yeah. When? I say that about well, you. When you say that. In my head.
0: It's, are you just like Demir? Demir. That's all demir, I use. I'm just like,
1: Demir a demir, jump. Demir, 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 demir. Um But I oh, see your enough. point. Well, and it was a like, an interesting debate that Aneki was like, I did not mean to cause this. And the debate raged on. And I'm just thinking like, bah ha, ha this is why I pieced out of Facebook months ago. <laughs> now you see. Now you see it. Now I do not 'cause I'm back on. It's a trap. It's a trap. Um I went to take Lands so it's my first musical festival ever and a lot of people yes and a lot of people are always like have you been to a music festival before Mm -hmm. yes i was gonna say well here you (laughs) just ruined my 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 ploy okay
0: so i'll i was gonna say that i haven't
1: well no it's okay we all know i don't want you to lie to our listeners this is the lying (laughs) corner we're acting
0: right
1: now oh i am a dinosaur (laughs) 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 i am shenanah connor um Most people are like you haven't, and but like it's mostly like white folks who, because white folks they love a festival.
0: Well, you know, I live that white life.
1: Yeah, I mean, (laughs) you lived in Alameda, (laughs) you sucked into it. It happens. It does. You know, Uh, but so I wasn't sure. So I went to Outside Lands three-day music festival. It was uh, going into it, I was a little, you know, okay, let's see,
0: let's try it out. You were excited. Yeah, but I I honestly was like, like
1: like, you know, I had my festive gear. I wore the same shredded. Vest, you love that same vest, same shredded that vest. vest. At first, I thought I blew my wad because I wore it the first day, and vest. someone was like, No, you can just wear this all three days. And then people know, Oh, there's James, it's your, your festival. Your vest. That's what they said, it's your festival. <laughs> yes. I was like, Yeah, I'm into it.
0: That vest is a party,
1: does me good. Mm-hmm. I it does me good. So, I wasn't sure where to go though to get it's in Golden Gate Park, and then I realized on my bus or on my muni, mm-hmm. follow the white girls in the Indian headdresses.
0: One, when you texted me that there were girls wearing Indian headdresses, I'm kind of like, why is that still a thing? Mm-hmm. It's 2016. Mm-hmm. If I would have given you a pass if you wore it, even in 2010. But we've and talked- then somebody <laughs> called you on it, and you're like, oh shit, Oops, yeah. let me throw this out so nobody, and then get rid of those pictures. But 2016 is like being like, fuck you to the world right now. That's like true. You don't give a fuck. Because
1: you know that you saw this on your Facebooks, because yes. I posted it to you. And warning. Every need...
0: Halloween we've been posting this shit. Is this is
1: true. Um also there were uh white girls and dashikis. Dashikis. Yeah. That's new. Yes, yeah, so that's that's the thing that's happening.
0: Maybe I need to raid my dad I can get away with it. You I'm can. gonna raid my dad's old closet yeah, and so wear his can. dashikis.
1: Uh do you wanna know who some of my top picks were? Okay. Okay. So again, I was a plastic bag, just as Katy, ba- Katy, pa- Katy Berry. I like Katy Berry. Katy Berry, as uh, old-fashioned <laughs> Katy Berry uh, described. I was a plastic bag in the wind.
0: i plastic bag. I'm I'm gonna, win, win. I've always hated gonna, that line gonna, in Firework
1: gonna, until I was one, and I was like, oh, this makes sense. Because I was the best person to go along with the festival. I had no expectations. I barely knew who was playing. I didn't know where I was going. You I had just, your vest. I had my vest, and I was ready to go.
0: And you're always fun.
1: Thank you. It's true. As people who were with me were like, "This guy is fun. (laughs) Made a lot of friends." Uh, Years to years was awesome. Uh, The lead singer is gay, and he's sort of like electronic, sort of better version of Justin Bieber.
0: Wait, James is
1: top countdown. Here we go, James. Oh. I wasn't ready. <laughs> uh, years to years amazing. Major laser play. I love well, Major, Diplo
0: was kinda hot, so I'm down and
1: for that. Major Laser it pretty much also produced every song that you're like, I like this dance song. Mm. Well, Major Laser behind it. So they had a set. They were pretty awesome. Uh he's a white Peaches, guy who loves Jamaica. Peaches. Peaches
0: is still trotting around.
1: Fuck yes, Peaches. She was on the side stage, but it doesn't matter. There's four stages. They kind of just
0: paying away. Yeah.
1: And fuck boy did away. we. Um,
0: By the way, who? sophomore year, I lived next to um, Peaches. No, oh. basically because there was this one lesbian couple that would play that song whenever they would have loud sex oh. every day lesbian for three anthem. years until they broke up. Oh. So every day I would wake up and it would be like sucking on my titties, <speaking> but, like blah, 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 blah. but it would be muffled, so it would be like
1: <laughs> with like ah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, would you also play that as your breakup song, though? Yes. Yeah. So this yes! just kept happening. Yes. She's like, "I'm moving out, Susie." So Peter's uh, amazing two dancers, a, a guy and a girl dancer, came out and. Uh, Full, like, labia vagina costumes? Yes! That, like, open and close. Was
0: one the head the clit?
1: No, they each had, like, their own separate ones. And I had filmed it and sent it to my boyfriend, and he was like, I just saw people in red costumes, and, like, they they weren't just red costumes. They're actually pink, but the color didn't come through. No, but
0: I'm, like, imagining, like, a vagina where the head is the clitoris at the top. The little man in the boat. I'll
1: have to review the tape. okay. (laughs) There was a lot going on, um, but she Peaches is essentially the nasty version of Robin. I'm into it. Because even her outfit, you know, she was... Oh. Speaking of into it, that was the phrase of the festival. Oh. Because of you, I say that all the time, so then <laughs> everyone in my crew, I was like, oh, I'm into it. Let's go get a hot dog. I am into it. Let's drink this drink we found on the ground. I'm into it. <laughs> what are these things I'm taking? I'm into it.
0: P.S., I know that Danny is a part of your crew because I look <laughs> on Facebook, but just like shout out to Danny hey. because he... Every concert safe. that I've been at, yeah. I run into Danny. He's there.
1: Danny is like the queen of the festivals. The I like show concerts. up and he's
0: always like, hey. hey. And I'm like,
1: oh. Yep. He always there. He's He was my guiding light throughout the festival. Um, and now we're getting to the tops. Zed was amazing. Zed did a huge set. Uh, for those who don't know Zed, he produced Ariana Grande's song, Break Free. And a lot of other songs. He's a DJ guy that- Break free uh break free because i can't resist it no more this is oh when i say i don't wanna like when she's Mm -hmm. like uh she's dying a lime when you can't understand what she's saying in that song break free i only want to die (laughs) a lime like as a lime ari so zed was great top top ones
0: top pick of james
1: LCD motherfucking sound system. They came back. Oh my god. Our I'm, dude came back. Ugh, you guys, I'm James freaking Murphy. out. I had no idea who they a like, leaf in the Wind, plastic bag just went and they were one amazing. Guy, James Murphy. LCD sound system was so fucking fantastic. He's
0: like 50. It's
1: I good. know. He's got a documentary out that a friend of mine uh, it's on YouTube. Mm-hmm. I recommend everyone let's uh put it on the viewers list yeah
0: and um age ain't a number everybody do what you need to do don't be restricted by how old you are
1: his music just is amazing like he took the entire crowd just on an amazing journey he played with you he just like if he knew that you needed a rest he would take you there and just be like i knew you needed that yes top highlight yes lionel motherfucking richie
0: with the fucking muppets right
1: they weren't performing with him. They oh, performed earlier the, in the day. Oh, I thought like they performed o'clock. with him. That'd be too much. I thought that performed That'd reason. be like Lionel, you were trying too hard.
0: I saw Lionel Richie open up for Patty LaBelle when I was like sixteen. Loved him.
1: The man at first I was like, This is silly. Why is he closing outside lands? It was him or Lana Dell who? <laughs> I'm gonna call her Lana Del Who because Lionel Richie made you go Lana Del Who.
0: Lana Del Snooze.
1: Yeah, because it, th- everybody split into two different camps because they're playing at two separate times, mm. and like people were just migrating over to Lionel Richie because it was such a party. Yeah. At one point, I may or may not have done an impromptu flash mob.
0: Oh, that was recorded, and I saw it. I was just on Facebook yesterday.
1: I just started dancing, and then, like, and Danny and I, you know, we flash mob, and we're like, are we doing this? We're like, we're going for it, and, like, our friends started following the same choreography that we were doing, and then I turn around, there's, like, 30 people, like, dancing on the ceiling, paddle turning, arms in the air, just, it was an amazing feeling. Um, and then Lionel Richie, surprise of the night, he was like, he kept talking, is like, and you know my friend Diana Ross? Shut up. And then he was like, you know, me and Diana Ross? Shut up. You know, Diana Ross didn't want to do this song with me. I
0: can't handle Diana it. Diana
1: Ross, Diana Ross. For like, three or four minutes, and, and, and like, we're all it. freaking out. We're like, motherfucking Diana Ross is about to come out here and blow our mind. And then, he goes, I see thousands of Diana Rosses right here. Oh. Y'all sing this duet with me. <laughs> Was that really it? We, yes. Are you kidding me? No. We, 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 for five minutes, were like, oh my God, Diana Ross. And she was. He there,
0: trolled there. y'all. <laughs> he yeah. That is messed up. Because Diana Ross would have been a magical. <laughs> would have been like
1: the biggest surprise Everybody ever. would have lost their shit. Dying. Yeah. Um. So that happened. And uh, did you know, and I also found out at the concert. Yes. You guys heard it here first. Yes. Nicole Richie is adopted.
0: Oh yeah, you didn't know that?
1: I found that out then.
0: James, you need to get on your pop parentage. I had to
1: go to the Lionel Richie concert at Outside Lands to find this information out. You also thought that Donald Glover was Danny Glover's son. (laughs) I am confused in the family tree of everyone.
0: Okay, so Nicole Richie is interracial, but she was adopted by Lionel Richie and his wife, who was black at the time, because she was some weird ragamuffin kid that just kind of hung out with them behind stage.
1: Oh, Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, I kept yelling for I kept yelling Nicole Richie and spreading the word because <laughs> I had just found out and I was like, holy fuck! Everyone needs to know.
0: I love that you spread the word. I was just
1: yelling. <laughs> Nicole, Nicole Richie's like, adopted. The
0: Johnny seed of Ritchie's gossip. Nicole Richie's adopted.
1: Everybody <laughs> needed to know. It's true. So Well, that was my experience. James, it sounded like it was a good time. Then I threw up yesterday because yeah. I accidentally ate peanuts. So, full circle. You have been through a lot. I have. I need a hug.
0: I will give you a hug. Did I you give you a hug when I came in today? Or was it just like, hey, I'm through the door? I think it was that one. Oh, sorry.
1: Hugsies. Let's hug our way into the next corner. I'm
0: ready to go. Say I don't wanna.
1: Dancing on the ceiling. What a feeling. Lana Del Hoop. Huh? <Scared you? laughs> oh, oh. Yeah, <liament musician> nice <sniffs> twist. Wasn't that the, is the Gay Olympics theme song?
0: Oh, that was the Olympic theme song?
1: Oh, I thought we were the 20th Century Fox. Something yeah, epic.
0: The Olympic theme song is dun uh, uh, dun
1: Oh, we had people going ooh ooh at the Little Richie concert.
0: Damn, you guys! We were
1: into it. It was like all the kids were there. All the kids, adults, the hipsters, the I bros, told you, the you bring
0: a party the, though. Even
1: the black girls with flowers in their hair. there was a group of them, and oh, I was cute. like, yes, you're here too.
0: Carefree black girls.
1: They were there. They, <laughs> they were there. They had they had a totem. <laughs> you know, at the, the festival they have all these different totems. Like oh. it's like. When I die, I want to become a totem.
0: A totem yeah. is a stick
1: that you put on at a festival for your group to be able to find you.
0: Yeah, it's also a, you know, carved art from Native American tribes uh, that originate up north.
1: And now we use it for festivals. festivals. <laughs> <laughs> there are all kinds of festivals. There was Hillary Clinton festival. Uh, I mean totem. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hillary Clinton festival. Anyways, long story long. When I die, I want to be a totem. Blossom was a totem. All kinds of totems.
0: Let's make you a totem.
1: Please petition.
0: Just like your head stacked, like different mm-hmm. emotions of your. Well, face it's just like, usually up. a
1: cutout, just like one head, and you put it on a stick.
0: Oh, and they call those totems. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Have you seen what other an actual totem looks like?
1: I have one. We uh, UC Santa Cruz. We had a. Totem yeah, pole. let's
0: make one of just like your heads.
1: Perfect, I'm done. Different I'm expressions. Ha, crying. Then exci- Sad.
0: Excited.
1: <laughs> Throwing up.
0: And then up at the top, the festival one.
1: Yeah, that's what I want.
0: I'm into it. Right. I will commission it because I'm going to outlive everybody.
1: That's true. <laughs> queen of Sheba. um, All right, um, y'all, I am overwhelmed by the sexiness of this Olympics. I
0: agree with you.
1: And I also just like, think I'm just overwhelmed with just social media <laughs> and Facebook in general as well. Because like, everywhere I look, it's just like all these... like shirtless men's from the olympics like when did it all of a sudden get so sexy And my theory is they're trying to be like the ratings yeah because abs
0: hello abs
1: bring ads
0: i was watching synchro diving and i don't i didn't know you needed a six-pack for that
1: Mm Mm-hmm. and uh a little speedo and there's been all these sort of like little memes and photos of like censored photos of the divers and it just looks like they all look like porn stars
0: because they're naked and hot they're
1: naked and hot and everyone is just like chilling in except no one's still te- tuning into the men's gymnastics team
0: yeah I know
1: and so the men's gymnastics team have been like trolling for like t- they're like watch us shut up they've been like taking their shirts off and stuff and like putting all these f- posts like she's posts on Instagram see they with them can't be thirsty like that they're they, being thirsty <laughs> They're, like, pretty much, they're, like, you know, they watch all, everybody watches the ladies, and they don't watch us, and we'll take our shirts off, and that'll get everybody to watch us.
0: (laughs) Hello, anybody? But they are calling (laughs) attention
1: to the fitness-obsessed culture that we do have. Yes. And in other countries, the male gymnasts, like in China and Japan, get huge, like, contracts and endorsements, and Mm. they're, like, huge celebrities over there. Mm -hmm. Not over here in the U.S., which I think also speaks to... These sort of, like, gender binaries about, like, yeah, girls, do your gymnastics, do your flips. Dude, don't you do it. Yeah. Gay.
0: I I totally... I mean, look at female gymnastics with the razzle-dazzle and the sparkles and the dancing. I love it,
1: the ribbon dancing.
0: I don't think people love ribbon dancing that much. <laughs> Well, I do. <laughs> I mean, I I'm, do, too, but I don't...
1: <laughs> After this, I'm grabbing my ribbon sticks, <laughs> and I'm training for 2020. I will make it. I'm <laughs> gonna do it.
0: Everybody, James, is really serious right now. <laughs> I am. I got my I serious
1: game face on. I want this. This is my dream. Don't take this away from me. I'm not
0: taking it away from you. I'm going to be a fencer. <laughs> oh, 2020, I, I minority. I were going to say,
1: I'm going to be offensive. No. <laughs> Competing in offensiveness. Aneke. <laughs> you, just... you suck. <laughs> this sucks. Perfect. Minority Corner is going to be represented as Ribbon Dancing 2020, for 2020. Ribbon Dancing for me. And fencing your... for Aneke.
0: Or um, archery. I don't know. We'll or see what a sticks. Fencing.
1: So one of the two. If I don't make it into any category, I'll just lob insults at everybody. Time. Um, also, side note, the men's gymnastic team did do well. I think oh, they good. They got, like, second place, and still nobody cared. I care. That's good. USA. 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 Um, also, I just can't handle, I mean, everyone's tripping about Steele Johnson. Who the fuck? Oh, that name. Yeah. <laughs> Good. It's just like it's so sexy, I just can't handle it. And it's like in sexy ass Brazil with the weird things that are also happening. Zika is serious. Yeah. You need to not joke about it. It's
0: here in the US now, so
1: Oh fuck. So all the sexiness, I kind of can't handle it, so we're just going to talk about some <laughs> facts and numbers, so I'm okay. actually deterring away from all of that. It's just too much, I can't handle it, I mean, it's just, it's, and usually I you like, know me, I'm like, sex it up, I sex it like, up, and I just can't.
0: My favorite part is how you're like, let's talk about sexiness, and now let's talk about the least sexy thing ever,
1: facts, facts. and numbers. Yes, facts and numbers. Well, it's facts and numbers about my LGBT community. Okay. And how we are up in it, and maybe that's why this is the sexiest Olympics so far.
0: Up in it,
1: <laughs> we are sexy <laughs> as fuck. So there's been a lot of progress. In 2008, we talked about the numbers and representation. Yeah. In 2008, I that we there were 12 LGBT folks openly because y'all know
0: this is just in U.S. team. No, this is in
1: total. Total. In 2008, there's only 12. In 2008, a stone's throw away. Obama was the president. I just left graduate school 2008. Only 12 out LGBT athletes. But then in London in 2012 there were 23 openly LGBT outlets. These athletes. numbers
0: seem ridiculously
1: low to me. Oh. <laughs> I thought we would be excited about this. I uh, mean and I'm then, excited but And just... then this year there are 42 LGBT oh, outle- okay. athletes that are out. Okay. Um, yeah. There are more who are there. Mm-hmm. Um, just check your grinders, your scruffs. I'm not sure what the lesbians use um i don't know <laughs> let us know what are they using i don't know tweeted
0: us minority corner with a I don't k know if
1: they're on the tinders that i don't know Get
0: everybody's it. on the tinders
1: that's <laughs> too much i'm not swipe though, right and left I, I don't even know how it works I'm an old um so yes so um
0: okay good so it sounds like it keeps doubling
1: yeah and so the theory is it's gonna double even for next year i will say that only 11 are male out of that 43. So there's, a, and even for Teen USA, mm-hmm. uh, here are our LGBT ladies. Well, they're just all lesbians. Here are L ladies, our L outlet, outlets. The athletes. L representative
0: of the LGBTQ.
1: Yes. You're the only one repping for the U.S. Uh, Simone Augustus, she's playing basketball. Mm. Kelly Griffin, mm-hmm. not Kelly Griffith, or Kathy Griffith. That, okay. Kelly Griffin went on
0: a journey with that one.
1: <laughs> Kelly Griffin, she's playing rugby. Okay. Brittany Griner, she's playing basketball.
0: She is a big basketball star in the WNBA, which is struggling just like the men's gymnastics <laughs> team to get some watchers. Her everybody right now, if you want some good drama, look up her drama because she got married, then the lady got pregnant, and then they got divorced, oh. and then they like start throwing things at each other in a Where? public debate.
1: It's her lifetime movie. Movie. It needs to Starring happen. Starring you. No. Okay. She's I'm like 6'12
0: and I'm like
1: We'll put some a lifts in. Tiny person. I'm make, just wearing If we can make Christina Aguilera look like she's 5 foot something, we can definitely get some stilts for you. It's just
0: me on stilts. We do that I with Tom like Cruise. I look like a carnival person like. Ugh. Yeah.
1: <laughs> How, those hobbits weren't really that high. They just use movie magic.
0: What, they ain't little people?
1: No, and Tom Cruise is not actually 6 foot 2. They put him on a box in a crate and always <gasps> shoot the woman further ahead. Oh. Mm-hmm. Movie tricks. He's never really <laughs> close to her. Always. Oh, <laughs> just shoot it. Always <laughs> oh, far away. We have Angel, uh, Angel McGorty. Here's where it gets fun uh, playing basketball. Ashley Knee, kayak. Jillian Potter, rugby. And Megan Rapioni. Butchering your name. Soccer. Oh. So they're all ladies. And so I think it's something also interesting, too, that. There's a lot of lesbian representation, and there's not any gay male Which is interesting. Hey, remember, this is just openly. So, yeah. um, I have some quotes from some of these leading ladies. Um, one of the ladies, she said, Being an out athlete at the Olympics is an important opportunity to live my truth while competing at the highest level in sport. So, uh, who was saying that? Um Hyman.
0: Hi, what?
1: Uh, what? <laughs> Hyman, who is a member of the Australian women's national soccer Does team. Does she
0: just have one name and it's Hyman? <laughs> the part that gets broken on the lady vagina after you have sex or ride a horse. She's too like much?
1: Madonna. Or this reporter was just like, mm, I don't know her name. What is the source, <laughs> James? Think progress.
0: Oh, okay. I everyone, also have a question for me.
1: Everyone has the right to be themselves, and they shouldn't have to hide. We need to accept, understand, and celebrate that everyone and every athlete is different. That's good. So some still fear coming out.
0: Can I ask a yeah. question? Mm-hmm. Because as I don't know, and I'm sure some of our audience don't know. So when you say that an um, athlete who is out, and then also, what was the other term did you say? that Are they openly gay?
1: Openly gay, yeah.
0: Does this mean that um, it could just... Let's say that you're um, a gay athlete and you just don't choose to talk about it. You're just like, I'm only going to talk about motherfucking rowing right and i'm only talking about rowing no one needs to know about my life but my boyfriend's in the stands right now so it doesn't even matter Mm -hmm. would that be considered out or would that be considered not out
1: i think i would say i would say not out Mm. um and my reasoning being is like are you holding hands with your boyfriend when you go to these events because it's all very very public right um I mean, usually are they just – the the camera people know that that's your boyfriend in the audience because they're going to pan to them when they see you, like, Perform. go, performing, going for the gold, being considered in interviews and stuff. So it's like I guess we're in this space that, like, we know. Yeah. We know when you're out. And so a lot of people speaking of, like, why – like, that's why this article is very interesting that they are only saying out. They're like, they acknowledging there's plenty of other, you know, celebrities who – Maybe their loved one is there, but it's just not out, and it's just, you know, not known. Um, and most of them are, they fear losing sponsorship. Mm, so it costs a, of, costs a lot of money to go to the Olympics, yeah. you know, and you need sponsorship. And Greg Lugan- Luganis, uh, he won back in 84 and 88 Diver, uh, for right? diving, yeah. And he went to the Olympics four times, um, and he didn't come out until he hung up his Speedo.
0: That's fucked up. Which I
1: wonder if that's where the hashtag Free the Speedo has been coming from.
0: Uh, but I don't think, I think
1: that just means that people just want the swimmers dicks. to. Dicks. <laughs> they just want to see their dicks. <laughs> that's. I was hoping damn, it, it was We went from heartwarming
0: speedo. to nasty. It's
1: nasty. That's what I'm telling you. <laughs> I can't handle this Olympics. It's too sexy for me. I can't. We need to slow it down, y'all. You're
0: trying so hard to be heartwarming, but we just keep getting <gasps> just nasty. just keep going back to
1: sexiness. It's the summertime and people aren't wearing any clothes.
0: And they're all very attractive.
1: Oh, fuck you all. We will. Wait, no. no. <laughs> Guz Ken Wentworth, uh, he was twenty-four. He completed a competed in the twenty fourteen Olympics, um, and didn't come out until twenty fifteen. Oh, he winter was Olympics. Third. Yeah. You're like, was he was like, late. <laughs> I'm here, y'all. Wait a minute. Then I'm gonna retire. <laughs> just... Do
0: you um, have it in
1: twenty fourteen? Yes. What team? Naki uh for the US. Damn it. Yeah, so this is just recently. Yeah, but here's the thing, though. But people have not been losing their sponsorship, because Nike is still backing two of our uh, lesbian athletes, uh, Griner and mm. Uh They haven't lost their spons- sponsorship. And uh, Daly, Tom Daly, Tom Daly, the British diaper guy, who's gay, and he won last year. Oh, okay. The last time. The last time this happened. Okay. He's British. For um, 2012. Sure. I love that number. The Mayans the were world wrong. The world was supposed to end. Yeah.
0: Well, the Mayans didn't say that the world was going to end. That's just when their calendar ended. They it's were like, like when you throw away like your you, cat
1: calendar. Yeah. And you just run out of space. And mm-hmm. that was just the end of the... We're in the age of Aquarius now. That's what they were saying. kind of sucks. You don't like the age of Aquarius? Not into it?
0: It's all right.
1: We want the Pisces back? 2016's been weird. But remember, we talked about this all years. There's it's no true. volcano. <laughs> that was my corner. There's Carter. no plague. There's- all years are weird. We just, you know, part of it is, and I'll get back to this. Remind me to come back to this. Okay. of why this is weird. I'll tell you why it's weird.
0: Ooh, I'm ready.
1: Okay. <laughs> but back to D- Daily. He's actually, uh, he's one of the most sponsored uh, folks. He's gotten lots of sponsorship. Oh, like, good. he has like some of the most sponsorship, and he's out, and he's gay, and he's rocking it out.
0: And he's a diver.
1: Yes, he's a diver. Um, And so one of our ladies, she's a black lesbian. Yes. Uh, Griner, she said... She's the
0: one with all that controversy, Brittany. Uh,
1: yes. Well, this is what she had to say that was heartwarming, not nasty, or crazy.
0: She got pretty brave, or dreads.
1: Okay. She said, I have pretty dreads. She said, no. <laughs> she says, as an out lesbian African American woman, I am proud to represent our country and the diversity that makes us so strong. Oh,
0: I like this.
1: She told them in an email.
0: Oh.
1: It <laughs> <laughs> couldn't get next Thursday. And then you're hearing it secondhand from me. I read the article about the email. I know all kids no matter what their background, religion or orientation can find a role model on Team USA and I hope that especially at this point in our history that our diverse group striving for one common purpose will inspire a sense of unity in everyone.
0: I love that.
1: But I don't have a right, but she's wrong.
0: Well, too bad her ex-girlfriend or wife is crazy, too.
1: Where is my role model for black, gay, and allergic to nuts and superhuman superhuman abilities?
0: You have superhuman abilities?
1: Secrets. So the last thing I want to circle back to, though, is let us never forget 1996.
0: 20 years ago.
1: Oh damn, that's right. It's a math. She's good, y'all.
0: I was thirteen.
1: That math is not fierce, but fantastical, magical.
0: You can say fierce. You could. You get the. You get okay. the plug.
1: I'm just gonna follow you around, being like fierce.
0: Then you're gonna. Then I'm gonna get tired. <laughs>
1: okay. He's <laughs> <laughs> just gonna close the door on me. So last thing I want to touch on is uh, just you know also just there's been some activism that has happened following uh, LGBT causes but through wait. the history of the Olympics. Why did
0: you bring up 1996, though?
1: Because. Oh, okay. In 1996. (laughs) I just wanted to bring it up. Okay. I think Clueless was happening. It was a good time. No, but in 1996, um, the Olympics were held in? Athens, Georgia. Atlanta, Georgia. Athens, Georgia? I thought it was Athens. Isn't Athens right next to Atlanta? It's in Georgia. Fair enough. Okay. I only
0: remember because I had a t-shirt, and it was like Athens, Greece, Athens, Georgia. Well, I'm
1: pretty sure Atlanta is really close to nearby, because they're yeah. all up in this story. Okay. About, uh, so. Um,
0: <laughs> we both could be wrong. Tweet at us. Let this, us
1: know. This is true. So, um, well, two things. One, this is the first year. So they have a... Uh, Just to recap, like, the history of LGBT stuff. And um, when it was in Sochi... Yes. um, They were not allowed to have a pride house. And since 2000, I want to say... 2010 in Vancouver, they've had uh, Pride Houses, so oh. a safe space for LGBT folks to be able That's to be good. with their family and that sort of stuff. Um, and in Sochi, they were like, no. Vladimir Putin and the Russian government um, were like, no. Because they had the that um, ban on propaganda that was anything about same-sex Terrible. sexual relations.
0: Terrible. Uh,
1: but the Pride House is back.
0: Yay! Um,
1: and uh, so... Um, the IOC is a very, the, the, the IOC, International. International Olympic Committee. Yes. They're very touchy about their rings. You know, the. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah You yeah, can yeah. get fined and sued if you try to use their rings for anything. What? Yes.
0: So I can't have a barrette with those rings if on it? If you didn't
1: get it approved and aren't paying for it, they're like.
0: What if I'm missing like a ring?
1: They might let that slide.
0: Okay, <laughs> it's like my
1: Just cheapo. be like, I don't know. I'm. I'm I
0: don't know. I'm not from know. here.
1: Um. The so they world. they shut down like local folks, but in 1996, I mm-hmm. uh, the HIV one of the HIV clinics um, down in Australia, I mm-hmm. uh, Anthony Boswell, director of the Grady Health System Infectious Diseases Program. They wanted to have. They knew all these you know athletes were coming, and they know
0: that they like some booty.
1: Athletes like to get down. They're mm-hmm. like. I need something inside this or I need to put this inside something. I, I got to, all
0: this adrenaline.
1: I need to lick something. I need to touch something. They just need to do it. Like, and who are we? The Olympics. Who are we? <laughs> the Olympics are a sexy ass place which we've been talking about, right?
0: That's been one thing that I kind of wish that I lived my life when I was in my as an early Olympics, 20s. As an Olympic an o- superstar? Yeah, I got to bone down as an Olympic person.
1: You still, next, you will be able to the next time around. I'm married. You'll bring him and bone the fuck out of him.
0: That was.
1: <laughs> Is that too much? You guys My missed boyfriend... out on the deep
0: eye contact. Deep eye contact that I My... got from that. And said
1: that I've been being really intense with you and I've been talking about your titties too much on the podcast and I should wind it down.
0: Well, tell him not to get jealous because if you were going to do something with him, you would have done something
1: by now. True. <laughs> I've seen those gazangas. <laughs> no, you haven't, have you? Well, okay, let's continue. Okay. <laughs> So um, they came up with this idea called Play Safe, and it came through. They just used three different color condoms, the same colors as the rings of okay. the Olympics. Okay, that's cute. Yeah, and they put it together, and they were just like, "What could we do?" And it was like called Play Safe. Uh-huh. Um, and then they had this huge challenge of Play Safe doesn't translate to every country, every language. So, Um. they then had to reach out to all the different countries, to all their different organizations, and try to figure out ways that it'll translate so that when they put up all these posters, it would make sense. It would make sense. Um, The hardest one, I guess, was when they're translating into Chinese, um, they kept coming up as like the only thing they could get close to was like have good sex. Um,
0: (laughs) Which is like just (laughs) so matter of fact.
1: Have fun. Have good
0: fun. Have good sex. They're like, yeah, you're right. That's a good idea. Subtlety.
1: There was like there was, there was like a huge like and they were trying to like so many different designers were involved in this project like this wow. was like a secret underground project that was yeah. happening. It like some of the photographers it broke the lenses trying to shoot these condoms because the lube reflected too much light. I don't know.
0: Is this still the same article from Think Progress? This is a whole different one. Oh okay. <laughs>
1: But they had ordered, like, over 750,000 copies of this poster, thousands of these boxes, um, and they started to stealthily get these posters out to cool. all these, like, because they had all these volunteers who were involved in, like, working at the hotels and working at, like, all the ins and outs of the Olympics and this getting is, there. This is, like, covert. It was covert, because they were trying, I mean, this is nineteen We're stones there away this from is the 1996? AIDS epidemic, right? Yes. Like 80 you know 80 around the 80s this right is good. stones yeah. their away um, and then of course the IOC got wind that this was happening and they were like who's behind this no! and <laughs> uh, they were asked these this uh, organization uh, led by Barswell um, he said that he didn't believe that they there weren't many condoms being distrib- distributed at Atlanta's Olympic Village because uh, the committee said um, that there weren't a lot of condoms available um, because they <laughs> believed that there was not a lot of sex happening in the village.
0: Well, they weren't paying attention.
1: Yeah, I mean, contrasted with last past year, they sat, handed out 450,000 condoms. Yes. Um, so the story did eventually get picked up by the media. It started to get some traction, and the IOC was like, who's behind this?
0: This is pre-internet got like, too right. big, too. Absolutely. absolutely. Yeah.
1: And so then, but then four days later, that bombing happened, and then this disappeared.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. So, and also just talking about, you know, you said this is like pre-internet, and, you know, I wanted to do something about the Olympics, and I just was so... Pre-popular internet. uh, Right. Well, and I just was so... I guess I'm so done. There's... uh, I sick of the Olympics. No, oh, I, okay. I like the Olympics. I just was looking for the right information to talk about the Olympics, yeah. and all I'm seeing Facebook. I've essentially realized is your own People magazine, no, oh, okay yeah, magazine. Gossip. It's just the gossip. Yes. It's your friend's gossip. Yeah, it's the Olympics gossip. Yeah, it's the politicians gossip. It's so true. It's Matt Damon's gossip. It's Britney's yes. gossip. All mixed up into one. Yes, when you can't even really tell like what reality is. And then John Oliver just did this huge thing where. Like journal where is journalism gone?
0: I wanna watch that because as a librarian. Yeah,
1: you know. I you know, know it's up.
0: And we do have to talk about an article that we got called on to last week. Super,
1: let's do it. Yeah. Um, but we do need yeah, but that's the thing is that like where's where's the journalism in that, you know, the journalists have to post like a certain amount of articles a day. So just whatever they come up with or they see that someone else tweeted about and they'll just make a story about it. Right. And so it's just like this headlines and clickbait and like the other day I was like I tried to read this one article. It was like 88 things that like... And I was like, 88? I know! And I was like, at least just be one list. I no, know! I, had to, I would have had to click through all 88. And it's just clickbait. And they want to get all these clicks and advertising. And where is the real information? So all I know is that there's more things happening aside just... The sexiness of the Olympics. Thank
0: you. It's so true. James, I appreciate you telling us this because I feel like I have been marching in the street trying to tell people that fucking (laughs) articles are bullshit and everybody needs to side-eye their shit because things aren't what they seem and people just want clicks so they can get money for the ads and fill up the 24 news cycle.
1: Yeah. And it's like, we just, and we just, we just want more and more and more of it. We're just consuming it. We're just like reading these articles, like even just headlines or just reading little blips and it's like almost too much. We need to like scale it back. And I want some like hard hitting, you know, research about, yes, right. thank you for telling about this like condom yes. fiasco of 1996 in Atlanta.
0: Like that's fascinating. Right? Mm-hmm.
1: And I don't care that the men's gymnast team just wants you to look at their pecs.
0: Or, like, fucking Tonga Man wore a lot of oil.
1: Yeah. Oh, and the commentary has just been, like, so stupid on, like, NBC. <sighs> yeah. They've been, like, they're also just mentioning, like, all the terrible things that are happening in everyone's country. They're like, oh, France, it's been really terrible I over know. here. And then, oh, over here and over here. And they're like, oh, look at this oiled up man. <laughs>
0: they literally, I couldn't believe it, when they were doing the Marching in Nations, they, like, the country, did did booty, what is it?
1: Djibouti. And they're like, who gets to say it?
0: Right? I was like, this is disgusting. Yeah. This is not something, as a news reporter do. this is something you and your asshole friends do in your living room, where you're like, Djibouti. You don't do that on television in front of everybody when these people are proudly marching supporting their country. And
1: especially about an event that's supposed to be uplifting and bringing the world together. Why not talk about all the beautiful things that are happening? I think, and this goes back to my thing that I was kind of, I was like, this is my theory about things. We're addicted to pain. Human beings are addicted to pain. We like painful stories. We like... That's why we like these horror movies. Like That's why we like struggles. We love it when a celebrity falls. We love it when Oksana Bayul falls on the ice. I don't know. We just love it when... We just want to hear the painful stories. And so uh, we're not taking in the beauty and uplifting things of things as much. And it's okay being aware of the the wrong that's happening. But to the point of why are we acknowledging this wrong? Is it to then... What's the point of it? Because to me personally... And I know we talk about a lot of things that are fucked up here too, but the point is to bring awareness to it, to bring healing. The goal to me is to heal from these things.
0: Like, the reason that we talk about upsetting things is because we want to solve a problem. We don't want to wallow in it. Right. And that's why we break up our sad stories with happy stories and fun jokes, because it's always good to have a positive outlook, otherwise you're just going to be like... A drip on the ground. Drip, drip, drip. There is a German word for what you're talking about, and I'm totally blanking on it, and people are probably screaming it into their cars right now. <laughs> it's like Scheuden fraud or Schrodenfraud? Fraud and Schroden?
1: I don't know. Schrodenfreuden. Yes. And we're going to go with that. Freud. It
0: basically means to get pleasure off of somebody else's pain.
1: And I think that we have a sick obsession. Like, the all the Facebook feeds are just it just... It's just the drama, even the political cycle of it. It's just the political drama, and these writers are forced to have to write ten different articles a day, tweet you know ten different things a day, and it just there's nothing new really that any of these people are saying. And right. I just, I'm exhausted by it.
0: Like, let's start to use some of these negative aspects and change them into. A positive thing, a
1: positive thing.
0: Like Beyonce took some lemonade, lemons, and made them into lemonade,
1: and made lemonade, and <laughs> she ain't sorry. She ain't sorry, and I'm not sorry either.
0: Well, on
1: that note, it's time for you, Queen Bey. <laughs> Where are we going next? We're going to Director's Corner. Oh, the Lady director Corner. See over there, ladies move. Direct that movie. Hey.
0: You hit record? Oh,
1: yeah, I did. Oh,
0: you gave me a dance intro, and I didn't know if you were just. Oh, I saw you already. Hey, girl. Hey.
1: Okay. Hi. We are in director's corner. Lady director corner, but they're just directors. They just happen to have a vagina. None of your business. Close it up. That
0: <laughs> was hell again.
1: I've been inspired by Outside Lands. I'm going to tell you. I have, the music <laughs> is inside of me. I was dancing on the ceiling. The rhythm it got me. Got you. Speaking of which, I played that before an orientation.
0: Rhythm is going to get you. Oh, wait, no,
1: I played conga instead. I want to see Gloria Estefan outside lands next year
0: I mean of Lionel
1: Richie she's next Elton John was the year before Paul McCartney before that it's Gloria's turn
0: Gloria Estefan is like the female Lionel Richie
1: she is I would hand in hand
0: I feel like you can make a mixtape of both of their music and it will blend nicely and
1: I like that would be my dying track I like that I'm into it
0: we'll just have it blasting from your totem
1: this is Gloria to flaunt match up with worst. Lionel Richie. Great. The
0: worst or the best. The worst and Are the best. Arguably, yeah. You know,
1: and that's just life. Sometimes that's... it's the worst, and sometimes it's just the best. <laughs> and I want my totem to represent that.
0: I like that.
1: Thank you. Okay,
0: so in my corner, I want to talk about this one upcoming American drama television series. Uh,
1: ooh, is it Empire season three? Nope. It's called Queen Sugar. <laughs> okay, you got me hooked. And it is just like that sugar. Um,
0: created, directed, and executive produced by Ava DuVernay.
1: I knew you were going to say that. I just knew it. It's like I've got that ESP. Okay, let's
0: try a little ESP. It's going to be easy. You can totally get this.
1: Alongside who else? Angela Bassett.
0: No. Come on. Think bigger.
1: (laughs) Bigger than Angela Bassett? There's no such thing. Yes, there is. Oh, God. You know I'm sick and I can't play this game. Who else would be producing... Queen Latifah, Oprah Winfrey. Yes, thank you. <laughs> it does get, you're right, fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough, it does get better, bigger than Angela Bassett. Angela Bassett does not Viola, have her own network. I said Viola Davis.
0: Still, Oprah's bigger than Viola. Yeah, who
1: was killing it up in Suicide Squad. I still haven't seen it. I mean, there's a lot of ladies in there, and I appreciate that. Okay. Even in background extras. Oh. Like Viola Davis' entire team mm-hmm. of like, government official people ladies latinas yeah specifically what and not just like one it was like these like group of three latinas
0: that's random i know i'm into it And usually
1: it'll be just three white guys and we don't bat an eyelash
0: no but three latinas it's like the sand snakes i like that
1: anyways I don't get that reference, but... It's from
0: Game of Thrones.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care. Oh, yeah, those ladies. I'm yeah. into it.
0: I don't know. Well, anyways. So, um, this series is set to... It's based on the novel by Natalie Brazil. I'm saying her name wrong. It's B- Basile. Mm. Sure. Mm-hmm. The It's supposed to... It's going to air on the OWN Network, Oprah's Ooh. Network, which needs a little help. It does. It's going to premiere on September 6 2016 um and on August 1st it was already renewed for a second season.
1: They were like this is good. This is good. We're not letting this go. Mm-hmm. Ava, stay right here. She's also directing a Wrinkle in Time.
0: Ava DuVernay is I think one of the few like I want to say top 5 women directors to direct a movie with over a 20 million dollar budget and that's going to be a Wrinkle in Time, which mm. is going to be amazing. Yeah. She directed Selma. She's done a lot of other TV shows. They were trying
1: to get her for Black Panther, but she just had creative differences. But she was like, I still support Marvel, but Marvel, directing for Marvel is like directing for a TV show, which is why they've been getting a lot of TV directors, because you have to listen to the big producers at the top.
0: Keep it serialized.
1: Yeah, so you don't get DC mess.
0: Right, but Ryan Coogler, who's doing um, Black Panther...
1: Yes. He's an excellent choice too. Yeah, no, I'm excited about that yeah. sexy ass movie. Mm, it's gonna be good.
0: Oh. Um, so the Queen Sugar is going to follow the life of two sisters. One played by sister, Rutina by Rutina Wesley.
1: Oh, I know her. She's on True Blood. Exactly. She also played Lady Cop. What? <laughs> she played Lady <laughs> Cop on Arrow.
0: Oh, don't watch Arrow. But all right, it's good. That's good. Mm -hmm. (laughs) lady cop sounds so fake (laughs) by the way (laughs) lady cop
1: (laughs) i am the superhero (laughs) everybody knows me lady cop
0: i'm man doctor
1: (laughs) it's weird (laughs) it can't just be like cop (laughs) lady cop yeah
0: okay so um Rutina Wesley is going to be playing a formidable journalist and activist from New Orleans and Dawn Lewin Gardner I don't know who that is is a modern woman her sister with her teenage son Micah leaves her upscale apartment in Los Angeles mm-hmm. moves to the heart of Louisiana to claim an inheritance from her recently departed father an 800 acre sugarcane farm
1: wow so
0: I'm bringing this up because it's Ava it's a spin
1: off of Sister Sister? no okay because
0: <laughs> even though I do love me some Maori sisters
1: but I they were
0: passed up for this role. Well, they're doing their own thing. So Ava DuVernay went out with her conch shell to stand on top of a building, blew it, if, and she got thirteen women directors to each direct one of the thirteen episodes. Did
1: she really do this, or is this a metaphor? That's a metaphor. Okay, because okay. <laughs> I'm like, holy shit, Ava is. I'm gonna say it then, fierce, because that's badass, that I imagine she walked up to the studios of Hollywood, and she stood on some rock, and just blew a conch shell for hours to just call the attention of, I need these female directors, and they rallied. So I imagine it's like, black female Avengers. It's,
0: James, it is so fucking diverse, I can't even handle it. Okay, yeah. She... Rallied it So one You would think Because it's on Oprah Network Ava DuVernay It's about black sisters That it would be all Black women directors That's what I assumed No What? Ava was like I'm going to hook it up with every single type of woman you can imagine to direct one of these episodes. So they released nine of the 13 directors, and I just want to kind of go over them, because we need to know about these women directors. Who are they? So the first one, well, one is Ava DuVernay, who is awesome. She directed okay. something we talked she about. Okay, she herself of course. Her.
1: I'm, you know, I'm not mad at it. I'm not
0: mad at it, and I'm not even about to, like, go over her, because by this point, she's, like, one of the most familiar women directors. Hands down. Okay, Tina Mabry. Is an African American lesbian film writer and director from Mississippi. She released her first feature film, Mississippi Damned, in 2009 and was named one of 25 New Faces of Indie Film by Filmmaker Magazine. She was also among the top 40 under 40 by Advocate Magazine. Oh. Um. She was also a James Baldwin Fellow in Media by United States Artists.
1: Oh. She also a lesbian. Mm-hmm. I a tell.
0: Well, I said that earlier though too. <laughs>
1: that's how i knew (laughs) because you said it
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. so a lot of these women are either um haven't had a lot of chance to direct things or new so she's giving these women a platform which i really enjoy yeah the next one. Sally Elise Richardson. She's a um, interracial black, Native American and white. Ooh. And I'm saying the race not because I wanna I just wanna highlight how diverse these women totally, are. Totally. Yeah. Let's and I'm not trying to like, you know, it shouldn't matter, but it matters.
1: But it does still. I mean yeah. just to bring that awareness that you know who's behind that camera too. Because exactly. this is gonna spawn like and it all is because and this is why it was so important that we had to say something. Because we were so upset because Ava was not nominated for an Oscar. Mm -hmm. Because it allows you who's at the 50 yard line of the power players in Hollywood, Mm -hmm. or the people who get nominated, the people who you get to start be involved in that conversation. Right. And because we put up a, this is, you know, Oscar's so white it brought uh, attention and then people started being like oh wait Ava you really are talented you actually need to get a seat at the table too need exactly. to fight for that seat at the table so that's why like you know I guess in some ways social media does do a lot of good because it brought this awareness and now this is happening and Ava didn't just say like now I got my seat she's
0: she like no like, I'm gonna all right, support all of you I'm actually all you. gonna
1: start making some more room at this table for everyone
0: which is amazing yeah. that she's creating a platform for women directors of all races who wouldn't normally get this so, okay, so Sally Elise Richardson is actually an actress.
1: Oh, she, she does sound familiar.
0: She was in Lowdown, Dirty Shame. Seen it. She was also in the sci-fi comedy drama called Eureka that was on for six years.
1: Oh, yeah, I think I know who she is. Wait, what's her mm. ethnicity? She is
0: interracial, black, y- Native yep. American. She's woman. very pretty. Very pretty.
1: I think she also does the voice of Elisa Maza on Gargoyles, the that cartoon show. literally... <laughs> the
0: next one? are you kidding yes, me I'm dead serious I have right she is also known for, did you read this no she is I, also I, known for her voice acting as Elisa
1: Maza, Maza on, on the gargoyles. Disney animated series Gargoyles I know I know this actress what? I told you I knew her I was James. obsessed with Gargoyles I'd love to do an episode are all Gargoyles are you about sure you gargoyles. didn't just read that nope I never seen, read this article this is new I just know the actress that
0: I, was <laughs> the weirdest thing in random. my life
1: because it's random because I remember when I watched Eureka I was like I know that voice that's Elisa Maza." and that was a revolutionary cartoon because the gargoyle uh, the lead gargoyle Goliath was yeah. voiced by this uh, black guy oh. and if you hear his voice you're like I know that guy's voice it's like uh, deep you can tell a voice from yeah. a certain yeah um, he and then like and then she's like and Elisa Maza, she they just use this like uh This actress, Lisa Maza, was like half black, half Latina Uh, on the TV show. So the show itself, like, was kind of crazy diversity. I love that.
0: that. Only ran for two years, 1994 to 1996.
1: But that show is so good. I'm still
0: wigged the (laughs) fuck out that you knew the next line that I was going to say. Anyways, she was also on Antoine Fisher, The Great White Hype, Anaconda, The Hunt for Blood Orchid. I didn't see that one. I am Legend.
1: Oh, yeah, um, there. Black
0: Dynamite and I Will Follow. Mm-hmm. So she's doing her first foray in directing.
1: Good. You had me at Elisa Mazza. That was
0: weird. Anyways, <laughs> Kat Chandler is an award-winning writer-director. She's white. Um, she won an audience award in 2000 Austin Film Festival for her feature, um, Cicadas. Mm. Um, she did a follow-up feature, Jumping Off Bridges. She screened a lot of stuff at South by Southwest. Um, she's also an independent film screen maker. She is, um, was a part of Slamdance Screenplay Competition Ooh. and Sundance Screenwriters Lab. So uh-huh. she's been in the game heavy Texas influence. So she's that Southern, but from um, a Caucasian woman's perspective, which gotcha. is also Yeah, I want to hear
1: those voices too.
0: Yeah. Um, okay. Next up is Tanya Hamilton. Okay. She was is... Born Jamaican, but is American. Mm -hmm. Um, She came to the United States at age eight, and she has been in the arts all her life. She did her first film, The Killers, which was released in 1997. Um, She also received the Athena Film Festival Award for directing. Nice. Um, She also was nominated for an Independent Spirit Award a Gotham Award and Sundance Film Festival Jury Prize wow. for her feature film, Night Catches Us.
1: Ooh.
0: Um, Put that so, on the Netflix. Yeah, check it out. So that is Tanya Hamilton. Next up is Victoria Mahoney. Ooh. She's an American filmmaker and actress best known for her feature film, Yelling to the Sky. Yell it up. Um, her film... White women, again, too. But just, again, sharing the diversity, just so we can know who's behind the camera. Her film, Yelling to the Sky, um, starred Zoe Kravitz as a troubled teen. And Jason Clark as her abusive, alcoholic father. um, And was released in the 61st Berlin International Film Festival. Wow. Um, She also did a short film called Racked. Um And she, in 2013, was nominated for an Inaugural, inaugural Tribeca Film Institute Heineken Affinity Award. For... There's a lot of things on that award.
1: <laughs> she, how many sponsors <laughs> do they have? Tribeca, International, Heineken, Chuck E.
0: Cheese. <laughs> $20,000 prize. Well, not but at she it. lost okay. to a woman named Ava DuVernay. <laughs>
1: I was like, who did she lose to? Who's that bitch? And then it's Ava. I'm like no, she's okay. Like, oh. And All so right.
0: Ava's kind of throwing her a bone and being like, hey, she's do you like, want to direct hey,
1: this? Sorry lost, but come on over here, girlfriend. <laughs> I got you.
0: Next up we have So Yoon Kim, who is a Korean American independent filmmaker. She's made four feature films, including In Between Days, Treeless Mountains for Ellen. And love song. Oh, so um, Kim received the special jury prize at the Sundance Film Festival, which is fucking big deal big for deal. her film *In Between Days*, which okay. was inspired by her own youth, um, and was shot in Toronto. Oh. Um, she does a lot with the Sundance Film Festival. She premiered in 2012 for Ellen at the Sundance Film Festival, and she also did a short film for the fashion house Mew
1: Mew. Oh, So a little fancy. fashion fashion. She's film. bringing in some of that, too.
0: Mm-hmm. And Jenna Malone. I, I haven't been mentioning it because it's kind of like, whatever, Jenna Malone. A lot of these women work with Jenna Malone, who's an actress. Yeah. So,
1: Because she's, you know, never. she's Jenna Malone.
0: Which one's Jenna Malone again? She's
1: cute, sexy, talented. Is she the young one
0: or is she the older one?
1: I think she's the younger one.
0: Who was cut from Batman vs. Superman.
1: Right. They mm-hmm. were like...
0: We don't need you.
1: Well, probably <laughs> for her best interest. It wasn't
0: a bad role. I watched the director's cut. Oh,
1: see, I want to see that. I'm waiting for that it's one. It's good. Listen, this is, this is the only movie I've seen, Green Lantern. But I have not seen Batman versus Superman. You should watch the director's cut
0: because a lot of people were like, this sucks. And so we watched it and we we're like, this wasn't that bad. It made sense. This and then was better. I, there was a lot of things cut from that director's cut for the real movie that like was stupid.
1: Really? Like, they should not full have
0: on like, this is why we did that
1: explanation in the film.
0: And then they cut that out.
1: They're like, people don't need to know this. <laughs> they just need to see him flying and punching, punching each other
0: so nemo barnett
1: is the first
0: african-american woman to direct a sitcom
1: oh. was it living singles
0: it does not say which oh, oh wait okay. wait 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 wait! she did a different world huh? the cosby show <gasps> gilmore girls and seventh heaven oh
1: i'm sorry you had me at a different world i, I mean know. i could have went without Seventh heaven well, by but... gilmore girls People love that show, but I it's because it. they talk like us. It's like, I mean, just us. I mean, you could just cast I mean, us. Just put some wigs on to go us. Just as the Gilmore Girls, put some wigs on us, <laughs> and they wouldn't know the difference. I'll play the, the older one. The mom? Yeah, I want to stretch myself as an actor. and guy. I need a bit more of a challenge. You can challenge. play my mom. You basically, you know. I am. you need to go to bed deep right now eye
0: contact
1: (laughs) when you go to the olympics you're gonna have a lot of sex with your husband my daughter
0: oh okay so um mima barnett who directed these sitcoms also directed a film called spirit lost a psychological thriller with a love triangle that includes a ghost
1: (laughs) well i love the (laughs) creativity go girl tell your stories we need to tell stories of all kinds.
0: She's also won two NAACP Image Awards and a Sundance Film Festival Award.
1: Oh, well, you got the receipts. <laughs> Show <laughs> us the receipts. <laughs> Apparently you know exactly what you're doing. You got these awards, and they don't just hand them out to everybody. So that those are the nine out of the 13. There's more to come. And if you want to know more, watch it. Tune in. I will wait for it to come out on Netflix. I love you, Oprah, but I am not purchasing OWN. I don't want to purchase Capel. Too much of a commitment. I but have
0: cable. You could come over and watch it at my house. Tape it for me. I, on tape v, it.
1: I want it on VHS, <laughs> and then I'm gonna go rent a VHS player from the library. It's a huge ordeal, just because I don't. It's complicated. It's just because I don't want to pay for cable. Do you want me to tape the commercials, or do you want me to pause it? Hey, yeah, it'll be fun. I want to see what. Um, I want to fast forward through that. <laughs> Leave them on, so that way I get to fast forward. So that way I'm still actively engaged. I just want to pretend like it's 1996.
0: Well, for those of you who don't want to go through the elaborate videotaping process <laughs> that me and James are about to go into, mm-hmm. you can lost. watch Queen Sugar on the OWN Network, um, September sixth, uh, twenty sixteen. That's coming up. Awesome. Or just wait a year and it'll probably be on Netflix.
1: Yeah, or VHS tape it. We can. We'll we'll send out tapes. Send us yeah. your address. We'll. Um... No, no, oh, okay. no. We're not. We have more than six listeners now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. I don't uh, I They're know. like signing up for I it. Know. We're like, shit, and we're like, to we be up all night.
0: I'm like, I don't even have a VHS. Tapes? we got to
1: find it. Why did I sign us up for this? Nobody does. <laughs> well, and thank you for that news, in that game.
0: You're welcome. I mean, people need to support other women. I'm glad that Ava DuVernay, like you said, who has a seat at the table, is she now providing like, other come on seats up. for people. Look at this.
1: Move over. She's pushed people out of the way.
0: Right? Just give... Some space. Yep.
1: It's like, move over Ben Affleck.
0: Is he directing?
1: He's a director. Yeah, that's right. He does things. Mm. He did that one movie that was good.
0: What movie was it?
1: The one with the reporters, Argo.
0: Oh, yeah, he did do Argo, where he played good. a Latino, even though he's not Latino.
1: Uh, always with that. I know. And then there was another, like, another uh Kabu Kubu.
0: Oh, yeah, where Charlize Theron plays, like, a not Chinese just monkey. Not Charlize
1: Theron. All of the voice actors, except for George Takei... Are all white, yes, and it's like a Japanese like story. Um, oh,
0: yeah, it is a Japanese story. Yep, sorry, I didn't uh, mean to say it. I and what's her face said is a also Japanese on it. Monkey.
1: Like a lot of folks are like, uh, what's her name, American flag auntie lady that we talked about last week? The hell, <laughs> not Gwyneth Paltrow, the older one.
0: No, I didn't say Gwyneth Paltrow, <laughs> I said the I,
1: hell. I'm thinking of uh, oh,
0: Meryl Streep, yes, that one, That. <laughs> Wow! Come on, you. we need a place to raise together because that was a stretch, and I got it. I caught it last you minute. You know
1: me. Well, American flag older older auntie like lady.
0: God damn it! There are Asian actors. I, I
1: feel bad, especially it's been happening in the last like year or two. Especially the Asian actors have just been getting really, really whitewashed out of it. And there was this really this is has nothing to do with what we've been talking about, but they've been two. I've been seeing two videos on Facebook where mm-hmm. um. Uh, one is they put uh, John John Chow. His face? Cho. Cho, John Cho's face on, like, the posters of all these, like, white leading actor type roles. Yeah. Looks great. Yeah. It's like, why don't we ever see this? Right. And this other uh, Asian mother, she re-photoshopped herself in scenes. Oh! First of all, super talented. But she re-put herself in scenes that, since, like, the 50s, throughout, like, all the time, were played by, like, white women. And another Asian guy did the same thing, too. And it's like, the roles look actually better. Surprise! Hello, because you have the real
0: person playing it. Yeah. Um, it is totally related to what we were just talking about because these are platforms for people who wouldn't normally get a chance to be, to do these things. This is true. So we need more Ava DuVernays out there who are actually, we need more white men out there to pull an Ava DuVernay and say. give platforms to people who wouldn't normally get the right. platform to do
1: these well, things. Well, also just big ups to O. Because O, no, she O's was like... It hey, y'all, here it is. She made right? this playground. She's inviting us all to play into it. And just like a WNBA, we need to watch. It's true. And just like and the just male like gymnastics the mail, team, we, we need, need to watch, watch. these things. If we, yes, if we keep complaining that we keep seeing all the same things, look away. It's true. Look towards the other thing that's there. Right.
0: And because, like, my tagline, now that I'm claiming, you gotta side-eye your heroes, I wish Oprah would stop starring in things. Because I think she's gonna be in this. And I think she's gonna be in another Ava DuVernay movie, and she's just like, hey girl, let me be in your movie, I'll give you some money. Just stop it. Stop it, Oprah. She
1: needs another award. She doesn't have enough. Oprah. She needs another award. How do you feel? Do you think Oprah's a good actress? Let's find out next week. Okay. Quizlet Corner, Quizlet Corner, (laughs) Quizlet, 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 Quizlet Corner. Rapid fire time. All right, true or false? Okay, there's five different questions, and I think they're all true or false.
0: Oh, each one a true or false? I think so.
1: <laughs> why are you giving? Can me that I do thanks? a quick
0: anendum before we get into Quizlet Corner? Yes. One minute. Yeah. I just gotta acknowledge that we got one notification on Facebook and one notification on Twitter that the author, our Arthur, um, quiz where you oh, yeah. said that he was racist. <laughs> yes. That's a hoax.
1: I had a feeling.
0: (laughs) Because I should have known as a librarian I'm disappointed in myself. Because why would the creator of Arthur know about
1: thoughts? That hoe over there. I thought it was a misspelling. Uh, (laughs) I had a feeling, but it it's one of those ones I wanted it to be true. I <laughs> so everybody can continue watching Arthur. But I hope Yay, you enjoy he's not racist, lap. but we're fine. <laughs> but it's more funny to think yeah. that he is.
0: No, it's not.
1: <laughs> I think so. Five <laughs> ruin I everything. I would be so pissed if somebody thought I was racist. <laughs> okay, here we go. True or false? Yes. San Francisco club, gay club. Okay. The stud is closing. That is true because of the rent. Oh! Because maybe you didn't hear, but 15 uh, SF civilian citizens uh, rallied together and they created a co-op to fundraise the money to save it. That. So, the stud, it's an institution. We all need to go there and give them some money so it I doesn't mean, close.
0: Should I go there? Yeah. It's yes. not my space. It doesn't
1: matter. They need your money. You got to keep these things alive. <laughs> Allyship. That's if there true. was, like, you know, Black Lady Donut Shop that was about to close down, you want me to go there? I would hella be there because it's donuts. <laughs> <laughs> well, We got to support these different things. It's you know, true. We got to support our community that make the San rent Francisco is going up beautiful. So high. San Francisco is just becoming extremely. Affluent, rich, boring. Mm -hmm. White, rich, fluent, boring. Mm -hmm. We need to keep it, keep it weird, keep it fun, keep it amazing. Otherwise, we're all gonna go to some other place. Like Mm -hmm. I don't know, Richmond, not the Richmond. We're gonna go to the Richmond. We're all going to Richmond. Mm -hmm. We're gonna make it amazing Mm -hmm. and wonderful, and Mm -hmm. then y'all gotta come over there Mm -mm. and kick us out over there. No, and that's what always happens. We make these places awesome, Mm -hmm.
0: and I'm just gonna say that. Being rich, white, and affluent, that's fine, as long as you're just a piece of the fabric. You don't we don't want a whole blanket of it. We want you just to be a nice pocket of it so we can have a nice pocket for everybody else. As
1: future Vice President Tim Kaine said, we were making the tapestry of America. I love it. I like the tapestry of America. We're also I don't like the melting pot, that's weird. Salad bowl, I don't want to eat my vegetables sometimes. Maybe you should. And then I'll stop throwing up. Yeah. Also, the stud is the place where I used to go go dance there. You go on go, go dance at the stud? I thought you go go dance at the what other place? Yeah, but the stud was my favorite. They paid the least amount. Why was it your favorite then? But the crowd was so wonderful. It okay. Was, I performed on um. Big boy night.
0: What is that?
1: It just like it was more so like different body types.
0: Oh, okay.
1: I didn't make as much money because I didn't have enough on my body okay well but, you
0: are a hard body
1: well and i was just there for like look we had diversity in bodies
0: yeah i like that and like here's the part of I the guy. tapestry of big
1: boy night that's true but i didn't make a lot of money but i was just happy to be there and they were very nice that's good i love that and they had a buffet table and food was, Fuck yes
0: yeah. why didn't you invite me during your go-go night Would
1: <laughs> over at the food table eating.
0: i would and then occasionally i'll walk by and <clears throat> honk your dong Hong Kong, like a
1: dollar in there too, and then I'd hunk it, and then take the dollar back. Hong Kong, go get a drink. Yep, and then Easy go night. eat at the buffet. <laughs> yeah. And you wonder why I didn't have you come over. Hong Kong. All right, so here's the quote. Would you like a side of oral copulation with your coffee? Gross. New Cafe in London is going to give you some cream with your coffee. That's disgusting. True or false?
0: It's true because it's
1: disgusting. <laughs> true. <laughs> a small business owner is teaming up with app uh, Bum Picks to launch a coffee shop with escorts turned baristas. Did I
0: just have a stroke? What did you just say? It's Bum- an app called Bum Picks. Pictures
1: of butts? I'm assuming. I haven't downloaded the app. So okay. Tell me. Tweet at us. A
0: bum is a different thing in America than it is in England, so... True. I'm, yeah, I don't but know. <laughs>
1: uh, so it's where escorts turn baristas administer oral sex on male customers as they sip their morning espresso. Why only men? So here's the thing. At first, I was like, "This is great," because I was reading this off of a queer website. And I was mm-hmm. like, "Awesome!" But you're right. It actually it's gonna be lady baristas and only servicing like men, and um, you know, it's a cup of coffee. And people are like, "There's a loophole in like escorting clauses okay. in England that is allowing them because you're actually just paying for the cup of coffee, but
0: you're not paying for the BJ."
1: You just you no, know, because a cup of coffee is fifty pounds. Yeah, a lot of deep eye a contact. Cup of Once is again, 50 this pound. episode, too much deep, deep eye. eye contact. Too much deep eye contact, or sixty-five bucks in the in the American dollars um, for a cup of coffee because you're you know. But why can't ladies? Some, do you want some cream? Um, with
0: your coffee? ladies can get a little pleasure down south as well.
1: They haven't worked out all the the, the things, k- um, all the kinks. <laughs> but he did say he did acknowledge. He's like, yes, we do realize that we have our gay communities also important. Um. And then the people are like, Is this ethical? And he's like, I would say no. No one is <laughs> He's like and here's where it gets weird. He's like, I would say no. No one is forced to work in this coffee shop. It's a normal job. That's true. And then he says, you do your job eight hours per day. If they decide to work in full time, a little overtime, they go for it.
0: All right, I don't have any problem with it. If people want to work there and they don't feel forced to do it, then go right ahead and then provide some services to
1: ladies. <laughs> That's the only addendum we need to make. <laughs> yes. Um, because it's true. Because, listen, some ladies really love their job as a barista, and they also love their job as providing sexual pleasures. And now, two worlds in one. Start your day. Morning cup of joe. Morning diddle (laughs) dough. We're going to get on their marketing team. Uh, Let's see. Here's a quote.
0: I also just like the app that's just pictures of butts. (laughs) Yeah.
1: We should get on that startup team too. Okay. Yes. Um, Let's see. Uh, Carlotta. Carlotta for All right. Uh, she's from the Italian gymnastics team. Mm. She apologized for telling reporters after she came in fifth place um, in talking about Simone Biles, who was the first black world champion. Biles. She, oh, who? Biles. Biles. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, apologized. She, uh, she apologized for telling reporters after Simone Biles, who was the first black world champion. Uh, she told reporters, maybe next time we'll paint our skin black so we can win. True or false, she apologized. (sighs) She oh true or false that she apologized. So she definitely did say it. (laughs) Yeah, not saying she didn't say it. Did she apologize?
0: (laughs) I'm gonna say no, she did not apologize. True, she did. Oh, okay, good. Okay, good. Uh, Shouldn't
1: have said that though. (laughs) She shouldn't have said that. And then she her apology was something like, "People can't get their apologies." Well, I'll. That was a forced apology. Rate the apology on a scale of one to ten. All right, let's go. All right, one being you are not apologizing, and ten like, wow, you really learned something. Okay. She said, she tweeted. She t- won a tweet. Here we go. She's already, you can go below one if you want. Okay. Uh, she's already, <laughs> yes, she's just tweeted. Strike one, tweet. <clears throat> I want to apologize with the American girls. I didn't want to sound rude or racist. I love Simone, and I'm a huge fan of USA Gymnastics. i made a mistake. I'm not perfect. I didn't think about what I was saying. I'm just a human. I'm so, so sorry.
0: That's, I will give it. It is not a full on one because a full on one would have been, I'm sorry you got offended.
1: Yeah, that's I a- fucking hate that. <laughs>
0: Number two, it's a tweet, so get the fuck out of
1: my face. <laughs> yeah. So she gets a two. A two. That's generous. I was gonna give say like a three or four, but like yeah. she was trying, I she mean she seems like I'm she... not perfect. I'm yeah. just a human, non excuse.
0: Not an excuse to be racist.
1: Not at all. True or false, Bow Wow has announced his comeback tour. <laughs> That is false. He retired,
0: and ain't nobody care about that.
1: (laughs) What's his real name? Little Mr. Bow Wow. I don't know. Oh, you're not getting the bonus points on this one. It is Shad Gregory Moss.
0: His name is Shad.
1: S-H-A-D. He
0: needs to go by Gregory. (laughs) How old is he? 28. Nine. Close. Ah. I almost got hit by Little Bow Wow's tour bus when I was driving. Oh. It was not that great of a story.
1: Pulse victim, Angel Cologne, also- Wait, whose victim? Pulse from the- Oh, Pulse, okay, yeah. From the club, Orlando. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, From the Orlando nightclub, Pulse victim, Angel Cologne, who's Mm -hmm. also a Zumba instructor, Mm -hmm. was at uh, ZinCon 16 down in, I think, uh, down in Florida, and all of the following happened- What's a ZinCon- It's like some big music festival, something or other. I'm not Uh, exactly sure. Okay, sure. But all of the following happened. Uh Uh-oh. He danced again after saying that he thought he would never dance again. Okay. He was reunited again with the cop that saved his life. Oh. Donald Trump also showed up and gave him a hug. The first two happened. The last one did not. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. True. Yeah. Um, but you know, Donald Trump is going down to Orlando. No. And then, but you know what he's doing?
0: What
1: is he doing? He's uh, speaking at a pretty much a very anti-LGBT conference. Oh,
0: of course
1: he is. Uh, called Rediscovering God in America. What? Um, it's co- uh, It's sponsored by uh, the American Renewal Project, which aims to mobilize conservative Christian viewers and inspire right-wing pastors to run for elected office. So a lot of the people at this conference and they're speaking, and again, I'm not about like hey if you love your religion, that's awesome. The yeah. problem is... these Don't hate people. These people this organization, the things that they say about LGBT people, and that Donald Trump is going to go speak at this conference is just... I mean, Voldemort is going there.
0: Why can't people just fucking love... Well, no, know what? I'm not even going to ask it because I'm tired of asking it. Yep. It's the truth. It's, we it's already just, know. That's why we have this podcast. But
1: I want to spin this around and talk about the amazing thing that Angel Cologne. Yes. Uh, he was able to dance and perform again that's at this good. thing. Um, And after he... You know, he was shot several times. I mentioned his story. Yeah, uh, he did. Before, and uh, just really beautiful to see his. And
0: his he return. was reunited with the cop.
1: For the second time. They, they oh, was, just, this wasn't the first time. They just hang out now. <laughs> uh, but it's always beautiful and emotional when they see each other.
0: That's good.
1: So. Well, good job, Ineke.
0: I did all right this time.
1: I'm going to give you a B. What? you didn't get them all right there was a lot of wrong wrongs okay all
0: right thank you dang I'm just that
1: teacher who's like you're hard I like you you're tough so I'm love I give... was actually I don't know that you did that well okay come on to be honest
0: you were giving me <laughs> flashbacks of being a kid in school cause I was the good kid where they would have to use me as an example so the bad kids would be like oh shit an AK got punished and then later on the teacher would be like I'm sorry I punished you yeah. but the kids need an example and I have to be like motherfucker I'm a good kid
1: Anaka, once we go offline, I'm going to tell you all of that. Stop it! I think our <laughs> listeners, I don't want them to think that I'm giving you favoritism.
0: I know, because you follow me around with that deep eye
1: contact right now. I can't you. <laughs> I don't feel okay. Around the microphone. Yo. see you. <laughs> and I can, we need to talk offline about your grade. You're doing great. Attention, Europe. This fall, Maximum Fun is bringing a bunch of your favorite podcasters to London. Catch Judge John Hodgman, International Waters, and Bullseye, all recording live episodes at the London Podcast Festival. We'll have fan meetups and we'll be joined on stage by a glittering array of celebrity guests. The London Podcast Festival runs September 22nd through 26th, and you can buy your tickets right now. Just go to MaximumFun.org downtown
0: it was a good episode
1: yeah we did it uh i didn't pass out or die like i thought i projected i thought i was going to we
0: can scrap our plans for the totem you're gonna live you're gonna live james you're gonna live i really
1: wanted that totem but i don't want you dead okay well okay the rhythm did not get me no in terms of death
0: but it got you in terms of life. life
1: yeah well we did it you know next week I'm hoping that I'm gonna finish this documentary and we can talk about it
0: documentary
1: I fell asleep last night watching the documentary of George Takei
0: oh yeah I figured out through
1: that documentary how to pronounce his name properly okay I feel like I've been saying it wrong and no one told me oh you didn't tell me.
0: I thought you'd been saying it right.
1: Well, I don't know. The man's brilliant. I'm halfway through the do- documentary. <laughs> My boyfriend is like, why does he have a documentary? And I'm like, oh, why would he not? Because he's amazing. He's amazing. If you guys don't know, it's on Netflix. It's really great. Um, he lived through the Japanese uh, internment camp that the US did. And it's just amazing. I We never hear stories out of there. No. Um, I mean, he was you know gay and on television on a revolutionary television show that was setting out to put diversity on this TV screen. Mm-hmm. He was an activist for uh, LGBT rights when gay marriage was taken away in California. Mm -hmm. Like, he's witty, he's amazing, he's just... His husband's a little weird, um, but... But, you know. <laughs> yeah.
0: They have a long-term relationship.
1: And I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for you. They love and support it. each other. Exactly. It's all that matters. So... I
0: watched it. Okay. It's good.
1: Okay. I'm halfway through.
0: Okay. Yeah. Keep so watching we'll talk
1: it. about it next week.
0: When After my surgery. After I get my limpy uterus fixed.
1: <sighs> Everybody send her positive healing heal vibes. If Actually,
0: people... it's, being, it's on Friday. So when you're, so listening, when you're listening to this, this, I'll be unconscious. Yeah. And, and sliced open. You
1: can, like, go into her head.
0: Yeah, communicate with me from beyond. Yeah, that's fine. From the upside down, I'm gonna visit you the, all
1: from the upside, upside down. down world. String up
0: your lights, y'all, because strange just, Things and next are gonna, gonna happen. be like ding,
1: ding, 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 ding. Speaking of, to wrap this up, I took a Stranger Things quiz of which character are you? Yeah. Who do you think I got? Barb. I got Barb. Because Barb is the best. <sighs> I'm, I'll take it. I agree. I think Barb is the best. I relate to Barb. Without any spoilers, I just I'm a little shocked.
0: We are all a little Barb, except for. Some of y'all out there who just like
1: to ditch your friends. No spoilers. No spoilers. But Barb I mean, they did say the description there. Like, you're perfect. You just don't have really good friends. That's weird. I'm a good friend. I love you. And I did read this other article. Speaking of that, this other article (laughs) in the wrap-up corner. Like, the music's playing. (laughs) This is the Oscar music's playing. (laughs) I'll ask things to get in. (laughs) That this article said about 50% of the people that you think are your friends actually don't like you. 50%? 50% Fifty percent. Fifty percent of the people. I think, cause in America we overuse the word friend, and so there's a lot of people who oh. you have in your life, and they don't actually like you mm-hmm. as much as you think they like you. So
0: if we flip it, fifty percent of our own friends we don't really like.
1: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so just thinking about that, and I can, I will tell you, honest to God the truth, you are part of my fifty percent. Which one? See you next week. No! <laughs> just kidding. You I already know. know, and I have to. Oh, say. I know. <laughs> That would be weird. That was good. And to all of our listeners, you are also part of our 50%. Sort
0: of. I mean, come on. We don't really know you.
1: Okay. No, but, no, but you guys are you. the best. We love you. You're the we best. love you. Uh, but think about that, y'all. <laughs> Tweet us, share us,
0: love us, live us. Minority Corner with a K. See you next week. Yeah, absolutely. I'm in. You're on board. What do you say we uh, we do all of this and put it into a podcast? Yeah, okay. You think? <laughs> all right. Uh, should we call it like I don't know? Can I pet your dog? Sure. All right. Uh, what do you what do you say we put it on every Tuesday on Maximum Fun or on iTunes? Sounds the- good to me. <laughs> Meeting's over.
1: MaximumFun.org.
0: Comedy and culture. Artist-owned.
1: Listener-supported.